From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. And welcome to The Desert Scene. I'm here with my co-host, Brian Mendoza, and we are really excited to have as our guest today, John Corr. I'm just meeting him. He is in the cast of Salty, the next show coming up at Desert Ensemble Theater Company. Hi, John. How are you? Hi, Bonnie. I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Wow. Do you do radio? <laughs> I don't know, but I... Uh... I've been told that I should look into it. I, I, absolutely. I'm just, wow, just hearing your voice. Absolutely. He has a better voice than me. I was like, <laughs> I, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> so so um, I'm looking at your bio. I'm just meeting John. Um, he uh, is started performing musicals in Philadelphia, then went to University of Notre Dame, and originally ma- uh, tended to major, major in chemistry and math, but moved over to film, TV, mm-hmm. and theater. So tell us about that. Uh, yeah, no, well, growing up, I was a pretty talented student. I really enjoyed math and science, and I was good at it. Um, and when I found performing in high school, I uh, always sort of figured that my life would be uh, like a math and science career, and then I would be doing theater for fun on the side. But uh, mm-hmm. as my education continued, I was like, no, you got to commit to what makes you happy. <laughs> so I, uh, I kind of dove in. Okay, and then you, you moved to Portland, Oregon. What made you decide to move there? I'm just curious. Uh, sort of the culture, uh, it was sort of this interesting art scene. It was a young city, um, and I knew that I wanted to move sort of to the West Coast, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to dive at L.A. That felt kind of too big for me, so mm-hmm. Portland seemed like a good uh, good starting spot. Okay, and did lots of theater, the defunct theater, Broadway Rose, and then um, a two-year program at the Actors Conservatory, and then in June 2020, you came out here to the desert, So, um, and kind of looked like you jumped in right away, uh, Desert Rose Playhouse, so tell us about how about your, and what, what brought you to the desert? Uh, honestly, the weather. Okay, a lot of, a lot of people say that, yep, yep. Yeah, my uh, my day job went remote, so uh, I was a free bird, and I figured I would come find the sun. And so, has has it um, has the desert did it did it live up to your expectations so far? Oh, it's been fabulous so far, and uh, the theater scene and community has been even better than I expected. It's been great to kind of get to know everyone and get started. Yeah, and Desert Rose and Robbie and Matthew Desert Rose are fabulous. Um, I, I've seen a lot of stuff there. I, I write theater reviews for a local newspaper, so I see a lot of stuff around town. So tell us about Salty. Let's get into that. This is such a... Tell us about the story. The The plot here is kind of interesting, I think. <laughs> I think it is, the, it is such a funny, sweet script, um, but it's set in some dark times, so uh-huh. we're... We're set sort of in a vague near future when global warming is sort of just actually spinning out of control and people are starting to really feel the effects of it. Uh-huh. Uh, so the cast, most of us play both a human who works or has a connection to the zoo, and then we also play penguins in the zoo. Okay. Uh, with sort of parallel storylines. Um, and the, the penguin storyline is centered around the based on the true story of the sort of gay penguins adopting an egg and uh, becoming like the first uh, gay parents in the zoo. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So it kind of, uh, it kind of touches on both, both those topics of global warming and also uh, parenting, same sex marriage and having parenting. And so it's kind of goes in two different directions. Would you say? 
Okay. For sure, for sure. Uh, it touches on a lot of kind of really kind of contemporary current themes, um, sort of single parenthood, um, grieving, uh, gender identity and flexibility. Mm-hmm. So it's it kind of feels very current. And uh, I know my buddy Jerome Elliott is directing, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I just spoke, we interviewed Melanie Blue, I think, last week. I said, who else is in the cast with you? Uh, so we have uh, Felicia Mason, yes. Miguel Arbalo, um, Heather Joy, Anthony Nanini, and Tessa, whose last name is escaping me at the moment. Okay, okay. <laughs> She's fabulous. Yeah, and many of them I have seen in, in other things and reviewed. Yeah, so so tell us about your... Um, actually, my co-host Brian has a question for you. You know, I wanted to know... I, I guess you were... Were you about to ask him about his role? Because I, I, I wanted... No, go I ahead. Wa- I wanted to know... If you were playing a human or a penguin, because my my next question depends on that. I need to know, human or penguin? <laughs> so uh, aside from Melanie, who plays a, a sort of a fox narrator character, everyone plays both a human and a penguin. Oh, that's interesting. So I wanted to ask you, like, since I assume the play is an, an original work to the theater right now, so it does it, What? how does it humanize, in your opinion, like, uh, penguins like it's kind of an odd question sort of like the <laughs> what kind of tree are you but I was gonna say like because you're playing a human and a penguin so I wanted to know like what what is it that connects the penguin to the human in the story and you know t- tell us about your experiences as playing a penguin how does it is it very it? Do, is your, do, you, do you really go into the physicality of, Physic- of walking like penguins do you do that so we've played with that a little bit. We're trying to find this balance where, uh, I mean, it's fun. We are playing penguins. There's yeah. something kind of inherently kind of camp and, and yeah. silly and fun about that that yeah. we don't want to um, we don't want to shy too far away from. But the truth is, the penguin storylines are these deep, complex relationships with a lot of emotion uh, that feel almost more human than the humans at some points. Mm. So we really also want to kind of honor that and not make them. Um, not make them too caricature Yeah, but yeah, we're trying to have a little bit of fun with them. Yeah, what a challenge! What a, I mean, yeah, well, that's, that's an interesting thing to put on your resume. Well, I've played a penguin. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so exactly. So, John, what what uh, of the theater that you've done um, up to now? Um, do you mm-hmm. do you do you lean more towards sort of contemporary stuff, comedy stuff, classic stuff, or do you like it all? I love it all. I, I wish I had a really clear answer. I will say I dive at a musical whenever I can. Mm-hmm. I love to sing and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times they're not written with the hugest um, range of acting <laughs> asks and emotions. Yeah. So I also love doing contemporary. And I'm a sucker for a classic. I did a lot of Shakespeare in Portland. Wow. I love like really good old classic plays too. So when, yeah, when it, why not try it all? Yeah, when it comes to I, I'm a singer as well, and I love musical theater. Um, what is your if you're if you were going to a uh, uh, I don't know a club after theater club or something, and there's a pianist and people were getting up to sing, and they said, "John, come sing something." Do you have what's your go-to song? Do you have a go-to song? Uh, well, there's this great cabaret song by a composer named Craig Cornelia called "Flight" uh, that Sutton Foster has a famous recording of. And that is my like go-to favorite song to sing. But um, from a musical, anything from Company. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, being alive, obviously. Oh, yeah. Great tune. It's a little obnoxious to just do in the bar in front of people, but uh, it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> if I was the singer, my song would be like Xanadu. For, I don't know why it just occurred to me to share that. Like, I, I was curious about like what do you think is like, I always like to ask like musical theater uh, uh, performers, what is, in your opinion, the worst song for you to audition for? Like if you were given like a sheet and you were told you have to sing the song, what is the worst possible song imaginable that you'd have to sing? That you would have to sing for an audition for you. From uh, a musical you're talking about? Yeah, from a musical. I'm curious because there's a lot of ones I can name, but I'm curious about this one. So there are some bad songs. <laughs> but I think the real thing is picking a song that's bad for you. Like, yeah. I'm not about to do, and I'm telling you I'm not going, from Dreamgirls. Right. Because that's just like, that's not no. really mine to do. Right. I hear it. That, <laughs> that is such, to me, that is such an important thing. And I and it's one of my pet peeves, especially the age-appropriate thing. Um, because I had told the story before, but many, many years ago, I was back in, I came from Washington, D.C., and I was doing a, some kind of variety show, and there were all kinds of people and ages, and there was this little girl, and she had a really nice voice, but she was eight, and she did If I Could. <laughs> oh, I remember this Which song. is a mother oh, singing to her I, child. I, I protect I, you from... She was eight, and I thought, who in the world <laughs> told her to sing that song? It was insane. <laughs> Imagine she sings a song from uh, Miss Saigon, uh, like that song oh about being goodness. a mother. That now that would piss me off. <laughs> well, you know, they so, try. So, John, what's um a couple questions? What's on your bucket list? Is there a show, a play, a role that you've always wanted to do that you haven't done? Number one, and number two, have you ever thought of, or have you ever put together a little like one man show? But maybe music, but also some some dialogue in there as well. Is that something you've ever thought about? Uh, it isn't something that I've uh, personally thought about, but maybe now I will. That is, uh, it's a really fun okay. idea, and I do love to perform, so why not? Okay. And what about what about a bucket list part that you haven't done yet? Well, it's kind of funny because I just had my 30th birthday, uh, which is the age of Bobby and company, which I've never gotten to be in. Okay. Uh, and that is like the dream role for All sure right. for me. Excellent. Well, all right. We'll put a, uh, directors, theater directors, uh, producers out there. I think you need to do a company and hire this guy. So let's talk. The show opens February 18th, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. And it's at the, uh, I just finished um, uh, uh, Artificial Morality over at the Palm Springs Cultural Center. It's a fun little theater to work in. And DETC is great. Jerome is great. Uh, Sean Abramowitz is great. So looking forward to seeing it and seeing uh, you as a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> that should yeah, be fun. I'm looking forward to being a penguin. <laughs> well, John, best of luck to you. Nice to meet you. Congratulations. It sounds like a really fun show, and I have a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot more of you in the desert community over the next thank couple you. years. Thank you. Yes, I hope so. All right, John Core, thank you so much. Break a leg on the 18th. Thank you, and we will see you guys next time on the Desert Scene. <laughs>